Blog Talk Radio. Uh, hey man, uh, stop with all that aggressive shit, man. I got you. Not this one. Yep. Yep. Greetings and salutations, man. Yeah. Nothing's changed but the age and the address I be And delivery, the sneakers and the strands of my weed So I guess I have changed into the man that you've seen Women want to drive me crazy, I don't hand them the keys Underground like the pipeline, past tense So here's a hit to raise my lifetime average They perpetrating cause the nighttime's lavish Sipping white wine for that high life status Limelight crashes I just write rhymes, fine lines, smashes From where flight time happened, I'm Jimmy Jammin' St. Paul, Minneapolis, I'll set a standard Second chance, the resurrection of Ed O'Bannon Eat you alive like Jonah and the whale Walk the road to success for the holiest of grails But for once in my life, I ain't rolling by myself Riding with animals like Noah when he sails Locally minded, into globally grinding Shalom <laughs> What's up, man? Yeah. Meta said I can't be on that, on that heart. Come on. And it just so happened, I would end up to love me some rapping. Feeling so good just to create and be understood. But hold up, wait, that's not just what we having in. Wishing I could just take it back to win. When I was just practicing But these days chicks actressing Just forward to, to the fame To make associations to your name Backup man When did I become your backup plan? Come on Hands up like a stick up You really need to find another victim I'm what you think of Doing would be If he drank espresso Spitting fire Holding down his metro Say my name ain't it Here it go Commonly referred to as special Watch me do my thing Wet my ass with the game Grab a hold of your soul And never let go Music is what's supposed to be Inspired Keep them seeing this Invisible beauty Of the mind and spirit Spirit That's what music is for It didn't originate on this planet all right, peace, peace, peace. Can y'all hear me? Hold on. Oh, fam. It says episode ended, fam. Teron, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm here. All right, cool, cool, cool. So we good, we good. I don't have no clock on here. I don't know what's going on, man. So let's just jump into the show, man. I had two more current events, man. But, like, it ain't even that serious. Let's, let's just get on with this, man. I don't know what's going on with this blog talk. So, credit funding. I'm very familiar with this. But I'm going to act like I'm not. So let's just start from the tippy top. What is credit funding? Credit funding is leveraging your personal credit for access to unsecured capital. Specifically, this type of credit funding. You have multiple types. You know, some of them want collateral, business plan, all that stuff, but that's not required with our program. Leveraging a 680 or better, preferably in the 700 credit score. No proof of income, you know, no business plan, no proof of employment, no collateral. Just it's, it's only backed by your personal credit, credit worthiness. 
to gain access to anywhere between twenty thousand and a quarter million dollars in unsecured capital. So, so this is in like, uh, like lines of credit and like credit cards, and specifically maybe, credit cards. Some of them, you know, installment okay. installment loans. We prefer the credit cards because it's, it's it's revolving. But some people's situation, they they prefer to have a set amount every month. And that can be, you know, access upon request or if their profile meets those requirements and that's what they specifically need for their uh, endeavor. But we prefer the credit cards because, you know, it's revolving. It's going to keep coming around, coming around, coming around. There's no payoff date. Keep making the minimum payments if you need to. And the monthly payments are, are, are lower than installment loans on a credit card, depending on the APR. So the better your, your credit profile, the better percentage you'll get. And those lines can increase. You can't really get a, a increase in your limit with installment. You can apply for another one, but with a credit card, you can always increase, increase, increase without getting too many uh, inquiries on your on your credit report that will pull your score down or, or cut your line. That's that's been happening lately. If somebody requests too much, too fast, they'll cut the line. Are like you too desperate? Okay. Really, so, just you um, know, little tricks to the trade. Right, right, right. Um, so you said unsecured, unsecured capital. Like, so I don't got to give them my title for my car or a house or give them any gold None or silver that. or anything like that. None uh, of that. It's backed purely off of your credit worthiness and your credit score. How how good do you look on paper? Do you, you have any bankruptcy judgments? You know, too many inquiries, high debt utilization. They look at all that. High debt, like if I got a credit card and it's a thousand dollar credit card, but I I don't use nine hundred dollars. That's that was that's either high high debt. Yeah, you you don't look too sexy. You know, they don't they don't want to lend you anything because you look. Yeah, you look very basic and uh, and miseducated oh, and desperate. Man. Oh, man. Dang, I ain't trying to look like that. Okay, so basically if I got high balances, let's say I got a credit score in parameters. You said six, 680 to 750? Is that what you said? 680 and above, you know. Okay, so 680 Anything and above. above. That, but but preferably got... in the 700s because, you know, once you get – you, let's say you hit three different institutions, you know, twenty k a piece. That's sixty grand. Those three income you might not get. You might not hit. You might have. You might apply to five and get approved for three, and those inquiries will pull the score down. So you don't want to. You want to have enough wiggle room, a ten to fifteen point wiggle room above six eighty. You know, to still be above that threshold once it's all said and done, once those inquiries stick to your report and they go back and and look at it again when it's time for you to do a um a, a limit increase, you can do those every ninety days. Oh, okay. Okay. So this is like those, those unsecured. Unsecured capital. I don't have to put up any collateral, gold, or my title to my car, nothing like that. And you say you focus predominantly on credit cards. Mm-hmm. Correct. Correct. 
Okay. We have other um, options too, you know, MCA loans, merchant cash advance, based on what you already generating in business. But this is specifically personal, so you don't even have to have a quote unquote business with the EIN and all that intact yet. It makes sense to apply these funds towards something like that, but you don't necessarily have to. I mean, you could buy your grandma a new house if that's what you want to do with it. I wouldn't advise that, you know, but it's literally like unsecured. Just you can spend it however you want to spend it. But and that's why I stress so I mean, much about somebody having a plan. Right, and that's what I was gonna say. So, like, let's say I have a, a score of seven hundred forty, and I come to you, and it doesn't seem like I have a real plan. Are you still going to give me funding? No. I because I want to be clear. Yeah, I just want you to be clear. Yeah, coming to me is you, you, without saying too much, there are people and things put in place to stop people from getting access to this kind of money. They want to keep us enslaved. You know that. Keep us in bondage. By coming to me, you yeah. get around those roadblocks, those institutions and, and, and gatekeepers, so to speak. So I kind of have to discern and play gatekeeper because once you get past me, you're getting straight to the underwriters. It's, it's time to get the money. It's not, oh, let me see this. What's your three-month plan, six-month plan? What are your P&Ls? What does this look like? How much are you grossing? It, none of that is being asked. You get around all that and get straight to underwriting, pre-underwriting assessment. How much do you need? What do you look like on paper, you know, and we can get you this cash within 10 to 14 days and it's in your hands, active. So if I'm sending bad leads, that's going to make our, you know, it's going to make our company look bad. Right. I make sense. I can't, I can't do that. Plus I don't want to, I don't want to be the last person. So Ron got me all this money. I I didn't have a plan. So I'm I'm 80,000 in debt. He didn't tell me, or I didn't know, or, nah, educate yourself, you know. Have a plan first. All wars are won or lost before anybody steps foot on the battlefield. You got to have a plan before you, you know. You need to know which direction to run the ball once you catch that punt return, you know, so to speak. Who's blocking? Fail to plan, you plan to fail. I've heard that so many times. Mm-hmm. And the clock is ticking. As soon as you get this, these funds, the clock starts ticking. You need to have a plan. And it's ideal. Go ahead. I'm sorry. For real estate investors, startups, entrepreneurs, you know, that that's who it's ideal for. You know, get your feet get your get your feet planted. You might need some seed capital, some startup capital. It's not the end-all, be-all, but it will definitely buy you time while you're generating the revenue through the business. And they use those proceeds without commingling funds to reduce that debt utilization and then go back and get some more. If you handle it right the first time, you can get more and more and more and more. You know, I've only seen it happen twice. Well, maybe three times, but I had a couple clients who, who did everything they were supposed to do, and I believe the first round of funding was about eighty, eighty to ninety thousand, and came back ninety days later, 
got a hundred more. Came back a hundred and twenty days later and got another eighty five, I believe. So it's not really a limit. It's the only limitation is yourself and how you handle these funds and and how responsible you are with them. So basically, so saying if, like if you if I go to the I can go to the first round and you know round of funding. Let's say all together I get you know eighty thousand dollars in available credit and capital. So like maybe I got a couple you know lines of credit and I got a couple credit cards and it all equals up to eighty thousand. So I can utilize that or a portion of that, and as long as I make the payments and don't mess with the, you know, uh, utilization ratio too heavy, I can go back in like three months and get another hundred twenty thousand. Correct. But most of the time, do you do you uh, or, I guess in your last. Um, you know, contract position with this. Did you see a lot of people without plans never able to make it to that second round or that third round of funding because they messed up the first one? Not not without a plan. They had a plan. The ones who did that, they had a a plan, and they were going to hit that goal with or without it. You know, they were going to find a way, people that I love dealing with, you know, I love doing business with. Some, Some, like one or two people made it through the cracks, you know, and we're able to get a second round, but it wasn't much because they used too much of the uh, – the, the ratio was too high. Okay. Yeah, so basically, like, if I if I get funny and I mess it up, I might as well just – It's a wrap. Not even hit you up for the second round or the third round because I'm, cause I'm a silly man. Basically. Yeah, I mean, I might just have to refer you to somebody who can <laughs> help stop the bleeding. Because okay, yeah. it is, it's not like it's not hitting the lottery. It's it's just debt, and all debt is not bad debt. It's just good debt if you use it for the right thing. You go buy a bunch of cars and jewelry, then you know that, that's going to rush right and depreciate. That's a liability. But if you go and put it into a a single family or a down payment, or earnest deposit on a commercial property, or you know, into something that is going to generate a return on investment, and it's an asset. Right, and I like that because, you know, we definitely want to stress that, you know, there's no such thing as free money. And any type of funding, especially on a credit score, you know, you got a good credit score, a pretty good credit score. But, I mean, if you mess up the funding, you don't have the correct plan or what have you, not only is it your fault, but depending on what you know, it could be as long as seven years before you have another credit score like that. And that's just not the situation that we're looking to put brothers and sisters in. You know, we're not looking to get you into more debt. We're not looking to get you into a worse financial situation than you were in in the first place. Um, the the fees involved with, you know, setting this up, referring it, and getting clients through it is not worth Messing people up and messing up their credit and stuff like that, because ultimately that reflects badly on the brand. Given enough time, you got enough people who mess up their credit, enough people who saying, you know, Tehran or soap, you know, help them do it, and they mess their credit up, and now they're worse in the spot. It's gonna, it's gonna 
take away from the brand, the foundation, Tron L, so on and so forth. So it's not only a, a practical and, you know, security-type protocol for you as someone who's coming and looking to get funding, but it's also a practical security protocol for, you know, Tehran and, you know, vicariously me because I'm introducing y'all to Tehran. So, you know, it's, it's definitely a situation where if not utilized properly, it can mess mess you up. Um, if you if you own property, if you have vehicles, so on and so forth, you're going to be dealing with creditors and you're going to be dealing with litigation and, you know, defaults on cars and stuff like that. And depending on the amount, they will hire attorneys to come after your assets. So, no, and that's not a good deal. It's not fun. It doesn't feel good being in one of those situations. So, we're just looking to avoid, I'm telling you, correct information co- applied correctly. And that's, that's really all it is and really all it needs to be. So I guess, you know, the next wanna, thing is, you know, go ahead. I want to add to that, man. We we definitely need to, when they, when, when, if you're looking to get funding, have a plan because we're going to pick it apart and make sure it makes sense. And, and it's not like, oh, I'm going to hold your hand. This doesn't make sense, or I wouldn't do that. It, take it for what it's worth, but off top, if you are not structured properly, you you set yourself up for more, I don't even know how to, you need to cover your ass. And, and just, you know, that's, that's what needs to happen from the beginning. So that's what those consultations need to entail, how to protect yourself while simultaneously building your business and putting that capital towards what it is that you're trying to pursue, making sure that that will provide you a a substantial enough return on investment so you can see a profit as well as settle the, the, the debt you know, pay down those balances and go back and be eligible to get more to continue. You know, and I'm not going to say too much on the air that that's for the private, but that is a profound step. Like the people who have trust that have, that are set up properly and everything is classified correctly. They, they Everything is substantiated. Those are the ones who succeed. The ones who get funding and come straight to so ill get, properly structured and then while while simultaneously putting their, their plan in motion because it goes hand in hand. You're doing everything on your personal and then just throwing money at the business. and it, You don't want to get caught up in public controversy. And put, and it, it's an easier way. There's a more sound way of doing things and, you know, I don't want to really spill the beans or, or whatnot on live on air, but that that's that's important. Get structured properly. If that's I'll not a part of your beans. plan, you know, go ahead. I'll spill the beans. I like stuff on toes, man. Y'all know me. Pancake them. Uh, look, so basically, let's go, let's say you a 720 score, right? You own a car. You might have some stocks. I don't know. A 401k. I don't know. Maybe you own a house, right? You do some funding, right? You run up credit card debt of like 30000 40000 $50,000. let us just say $50,000. You have three credit cards, 
and all of them together were fifty thousand dollars. One was twenty thousand, you know, uh, one was ten thousand, and the other one was tw- was twenty thousand. And you ran up that all the cards. You balled out. You were chilling. You know, you got the best of the best treat. Like you were just, you know, doing the dance. How I like to say. And you're not servicing the debt. All right. So here's what the credit card company's gonna do. I'm telling you this because I know. I know what these litigators do because I used to live in the courtroom. I used to just love it. I used to go watch people in court. I used to just go watch and see how, how it happened. And, you know, I'm the brother that will put in my paperwork. I will check into the court at 8 o'clock on the dot. As soon as they open that door, I'm checking in. Everybody else come in, check in. Everybody, but they will call my case last because they understand, you know, First of all, I put them on notice. I don't like to uh, create a controversy in the public. I'm not participating in public controversy or alerting the public. And I know they respect that, but, yeah, they definitely call my case last. What I'm telling you is this. You ran up 50000 in debt. You didn't service it. It's all good. You know, you're balling out. You got some chains, you know, whatever. I don't know. Dancing. Ghost riding the whip. Whatever. You're not making the payments. Here's what the credit card company's going to do. They're going to let the late payments and the fees add up for a few months. You're going to get automated calls. You know, the, com- the computer's going to handle it. But when a human touches this, because that's what's going to happen, it's going to trigger something, and there's an office or, or a uh, specific um, of the credit card company, specific, uh, what am I looking for? What am I looking for? Uh, whatever. It's a specific part of the company that deals strictly in collections and litigation. Okay? And they know what they're doing. Right. That recovery. They know what they're doing and the head of their department, if not all of them, are attorneys or some sort of legal counsel. But what they're going to do First and foremost, and those who've been through court or been through anything like that understand what I'm about to say. They're going to go through discovery, and they're going to, they're going to take the name of the debtor who owes all this credit card money, and they're going to run it to his city records, databases, and they're going to, you know, through their friends that finance vehicles, they're going to run it through their friends' databases, you know, bank banks, their friends, like a bank for their bank friends, they're going to run it through mortgage, all that stuff, and see what comes back. Check it out. Now, they're going to, come, you know, they're going to see you got a car, and you might have a house. And, of course, you know, it might all, it's not all paid off. Of course not. But they're going to see it. They're going to find it. And then what they're going to do next is, oh, this, this person has assets. So what we're going to do is we're going to pursue a collection action against this person. Now, all your house, your car, all this stuff is still in your name. The business, you know, you didn't properly classify, so you got to claim the business income on your individual income, and all of that stuff, anything titled in in your name is up for uh, an attachment of a judgment, creditors, credit card, anybody. Now, what the credit card company is going to do is they are not going to sell that debt. They are not going to sell it to a third party. 
they are going to pursue the, the debt themselves. So the Third Party Debt Collection Practices Act does not apply. Or the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, I'm sorry. It doesn't apply because they're pursuing their own debt. Now, you know, you can do your dance or whatever, but more than likely, due to ignorance and lack of understanding, they're going to win that action. So the judge is going to issue them a, a, a judgment in the amount of, you know, whatever the credit card is. Now, please believe, they say you got three credit cards, all three of those companies are doing the same thing at the same time. It's just like when they run your credit, if they see you got too many inquiries, you're looking thirsty, they're not going to extend you credit. But if they run your credit and they see that other institutions are giving you credit, they're going to give you some credit. Same thing on the collection side. If they run your name and they see other institutions are preparing an action against you, they're going to get to cracking because it's first in line. I'm sorry, first in time, first in line. And what they're going to do is they're going to force you into an involuntary bankruptcy. They might even join the action because they know that liquid, you're not worth 50000 plus fees plus interest or whatever. Liquid, after they force bankruptcy, force you to sell your company, force you to sell your car, and force you to sell your property, that they're probably all together going to get about 50000 That's all that's, that's all you got because the rest is, you know, the mortgage, the rest is the car payment. Force you into involuntary bankruptcy with that judgment, probably join in the action as, you know, uh, concurrent complainants, and then liquidate your liquid assets after um, the bankruptcy. So not only are you going to have bad credit, you're going to have a judgment on your credit. You're going to have a default judgment on your credit. And um, that you have an involuntary bankruptcy on your credit. And this is the perfect, might be a little extreme, but this is the perfect example of the type of problems in hot water that you can get yourself into, you know, dealing with funding. And I'm, I, you know, I, I deal with, you know, clients who have, you know, similar issues and whatnot, not because of similar situation, but similar issues. And when an action is pending, it's called a Liz pendants, when it's, when it's on property, sometimes on vehicles, when an action is pending is the worst time to try to figure out how to defend that action. You need to you figure out how to defend that action. With the house on fire. Right. You're going to need to defend, figure out how to defend that action before it is absolutely necessary. And if you aren't going to figure out how to defend that action, do not place yourself in a situation that will require you to defend the action. Period. So it's real serious. Um, these, these fools are really good at what they do, and they will get their money. They definitely will get their money. And please believe, I've gone up against attorneys. By myself, it's very intimidating. If you aren't confident in your knowledge with regards to commercial law and so on and so forth, they are going to punk you out of your position. And I mean punk you out. I mean all my brothers and sisters know what I mean when I say punk you out. 
And we've all seen someone get punked out of their money or their parking spot or their lunch or their clothes or their manhood or sisterhood or something. And they will sit in that courtroom with the judge and all the bright lights and the microphones and, and, and the bailiffs and all that stuff and punk you straight out of all your wealth. All of it. So when we say, you know, you need to have a plan, this is why you need to have a plan for what I just described. Because without a plan, without if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. I'm telling you. It happens. It happens quick. People get complacent. They get their money. They get, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. All of a sudden, oh, my God. Damn, there's an action against me. I should have, I should have, would have, I could have. That's the worst time to be. The worst time. And it's nothing worse than, you know, me wanting to help somebody and I can't. So, please understand, please believe, please don't play. This isn't a game. So, uh, let's go over the requirements for funding real quick, man. So, you know, uh, credit score above 680, but we want to, you want to, you usually want to be in the 700s. Mm-hmm. Uh, you already said that there's no income verification. You already said that there's no employment verification. Are there any other requirements besides me just having, you know, a 700-plus credit score? Um, your revolving balances need to be below 60%, preferably under 30 but below 60 is a requirement. You look even better the lower your debt utilization, so... If you have ten thousand dollars in credit right now, you don't want to be using sixty. I mean six thousand. You know, sixty percent of that is six thousand. You want to keep that below three to look the way you need to look on paper. Now, if you're going to buy a property with it later, because you can't really do too much with ten grand when it comes to buying property, you know, you could go use use a hundred percent of it because you know, okay, once this is done, I have a plan. These are the deadlines. I will be able to make a profit and, you know, uh, satisfy this debt. And once it's back down, you know, you you can just keep doing it, keep doing it until eventually you don't even need it anymore, but it's still a tool for you to use. So you, you in order to qualify, you must, every, it's got to be below 60% because that's, that's that desperate mark right there. It's actually a little above desperate, but 60 is a requirement, below 60%. And that's not just credit card balances. That could be, you know, uh, auto loans, just collectively, you know, anything revolving, really. So depending on how you acquired your, your, your loans, anything that's outstanding, a mortgage doesn't count because that's not revolving, you know, anything revolving, it needs to be below 60%. So if you got an actual uh, car note, that wouldn't really be a problem. It still would affect it because now this, what they want to see is how inclined are you to pay back this debt? What is your ability and history of paying back debt? You know, are you capable and do you have a good history of doing so? How much do you rely on credit before we extend more to you? You know, aside from that, you need to have 
three or more primary lines of credit with, you know, the season lines, meaning they need to be at least two years old. Yeah, that was my next question. Uh, my next question was, what is a season, season trade line? You, so that's like a credit card account or any, you know, based more, more, more so a credit card or a line of credit with like, I don't know, Macy's or TJ Maxx or something like that that is two years old or longer, right? Correct. Gas card, store card, credit card, you know. It can even be a secured card, but they, the unsecured looks the best. You know, something like a, a Macy's or TJ Maxx, Home Goods, something like that. Gas card, it doesn't even matter. Just something that is a primary and not an authorized user. It's actually your account. And it's been there for two years with good payment history. Three of those. Sometimes two will work, depending. We can we have workarounds, but you know, I, I want people to come prepared, come come how they need to come. You limit yourself to how many different lenders will even give you the time of day if you don't have these requirements. 680 score or better, preferably 700, you know, revolving balances less than 60% of your overall credit limit, three or more primary lines of credit with a history of two years, and you don't want to have more than four inquiries per bureau within the last 90 days, meaning that's what, 12 total. Because, you know, I'm talking about the big three, Experian, Equifax, TransUnion. You don't want to have four or more, more than four. That's excessive. Five or better is excessive. You don't want to have more uh, more lines on, you know, more, more inquiries on those bureaus because then you don't have wiggle room to do anything else. They, you look real desperate, like, well, how much credit do you need? How desperate are you? You want to leave some room. And it, it goes hand in hand with having something above a 680. You don't want to be right at 680 trying to get your 100 grand. It's not going to happen. Because the first inquiry is going to pull your score down three to five points. Now you're looking at, you know, a 677 or a six, six, uh, you know, 675 off one inquiry once they actually start reporting. So you don't want to do that. You want to have a little bit of wiggle room. At least 15 points of wiggle room is what I suggest. But 680 is the bare minimum. Um, also, you don't want to have any bankruptcies within the last five years on your credit report. You know, there there are a few situations where somebody may have gone through bankruptcy and They can be removed before that five-year period, but that's a whole nother, you know, you don't want to have that showing up on your uh, on your credit report in order to get the maximum amount of, of capital because a lot of them won't even pay you any mind. You're like, well, you obviously got yourself into some deep water before and couldn't swim. So we need to do a little bit. We need to, we need to see that you know how to swim before we extend this kind of capital to you. It's a monkey see, monkey do. Well, if Chase won't give you this, then why should I? You know, if Barclays won't give you this, why should I? And honestly, 
aside from the bankruptcies, man, you you just don't want to have anything. Look at it like I'm gonna say this: collections, judgments, late payments. You don't want anything bad. It's like it's just like your name with your family and friends. Like oh well, such and such. You know, Joe Blow didn't pay me back. It's been a year. He said he's gonna pay me back, and I still don't have my money. They're not gonna wanna. So that word gets out. They're now they blogging about you. That's that's the credit score. That's what the credit report is. They blogging about you. They they putting it all over social media. Joe Blow don't pay his bills. You know. Joe Blow robbed Peter to pay Paul. Joe Blow don't care about nobody but himself. Joe Blow don't have a plan. I ain't giving Joe Blow no more damn money. Period. And, and that's exactly how they're looking at it. All right, how good so do you look on paper? I'm Tyrone. All right. <laughs> now, I don't already. Linked up with SoL. I got my private estate already. You know, I got a I got a business. It's LLC, and I'm building that business credit. I don't care about my social. I'm ready to burn it. Are you working with me? Okay. <laughs> if you structure, if you working with SoL and you structure properly, yeah, yeah, it's working. Yeah, I'm Tyrone. Right, you know, I'm Tyrone. So yeah, yeah I got. Yeah, okay. So I, I'm just trying to burn it. I'm trying to, you know, set it on fire. You know, I'm going to rush past the, the bouncer, stomp on his toes, and just set the whole thing on fire and just watch it. And I want to be able to afford popcorn and some good seats when I'm watching it. Now, I don't oh, yeah. Care. yeah. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to, you know... You know, because, I mean... Because you're not hey, relying hey, on... Hey. You don't want to ghost ride the whip and you don't have another one to jump into. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Oh. You know, and I normally wouldn't I, even preach that, but, you know, since you brought it up, yeah, damn right. You got... You structure properly in the private and you don't care about the social? I need to hear from your mouth, though. I'm not gonna... You know, I need to know that you are structured... You are structured correctly. You have a plan... You know what time it is. You 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 know what's going on. You're familiar with the underworking, and yeah, you know. Oh that's yeah, I've been, in, I've been in trustee training for like five months. Um, I had a car payment, but I paid it off. As a matter of fact, um, it got repoed six years ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I've been working on the yeah. credit, and I'm at seven. I'm at seven twenty, and I got. Two baby credit cards. One is like five hundred. The other one's a thousand. With low utilization, and I'm just ready to burn this thing. I'm ready to go. I got. I, I've been. I'm in trustee training. I'm dealing with so L, and I'm Tyrone. Okay. Well, as long as Tyrone don't have uh, any assets that are unencumbered, so you don't have to. You know, you can keep him out of litigation. Then yeah, we can have a whole other conversation. We probably need to do another show. I already talked to So And So L was like When I told him what I was doing He told me to just You know I do got a property But I already filed the quick claim deed Deed with the county Because So told me to do that Because I told him what I was going to do And he told me what position I should be in So he told me to file a quick claim deed With my property But that's all I got is just that one property And I already filed that um, That deed for the trust at the county level last week So I'm ready to go 
Yeah, that's a go. I mean, go for the gusto, but you have to understand it's not one foot in, one foot out. Once you do that, you need to be prepared to go private and stay there. You can still, you can be fixed over time. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to do anything that's going to cause too much attention. Brute force, like, okay, y'all are belligerent, y'all are radicals, you're a paper terrorist. You don't, you don't want to do that. You know, there's more than one way to skin okay. a cat. But if you're private and you're ready to go, yeah, that's it. we can have a whole other conversation in the private. You know. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's where that's, yeah, I mean, you know, that's why I'm stressing having the right structure being being. Cause this is the thing, man. You get a hundred G's, it seems like a lot, but you eat through it so fast, man. When you, you you know, especially handling business and paying fees and depending on if Bank A, Bank B, and Bank C all gave you thirty three thousand a piece. Once they do their due diligence risk assessment and everything again at the end of it all your your first second maybe third billing cycle they say hold up bank b gave them 33 as well and bank c i think you got too much credit let's cut it let's cut the line down to 15 they don't need that much because now you have an equal your obligation is spread between not just them but their competitors, two of their competitors, or two—they don't care if they're sisters and brothers. If, if it's not coming back into our pot, we're not making all the interest off you. We have to limit our our risk, our exposure, and that's how they look at it. So once, if you know that you're going to be making big purchases, or you're trying to go straight private, and you want a hundred thousand, you want all of it liquid, then it makes sense to go for the gusto, get as much as you can, and, and liquidate, and, and put it straight into you know what it needs to be put into. Trust account, you know, insurance policy, whatever it is that you need to do, just get it out of the public and and, and get it in the private, and make sure none of the other assets are unencumbered. Uh, you know, they they they're not unencumbered. You need to make sure everything is, is titled correctly, so you can go private and stay private. And I normally wouldn't even you know say all this on the air, man. But honestly, it's credit squeeze time. We know what's happening with the economy. Um, and and the, and the prerequisites, I wasn't trying to scare anyone away from doing it. I just you need to know what the hell you're getting into before you do it. This is not lightweight. It's not, you know, you swimming with some sharks and they will bite your ass. They are not playing. So you need to make sure you know what you're doing when you get in this water and have a real plan. Because now your credit is gonna go. You know, building it up, it takes time. It's slow. The, the, the rise to the top of the roller coaster is always slower than that fall. You get to the peak, that's what's going to happen to the credit score. But as long as you got everything in the private structure correctly, it's not going to be an issue. You you sit there and laugh at it because you know what it is. And there are alternatives to being able to dance in the public, you know, and sleep in the private, you know, if that makes sense. So what's the timeline? Let's say um, I'm ready to get started tomorrow. So we get started tomorrow. I'll hit you up. You know, or, I, you know, actually, I'd have to email so third person. But <laughs> And then, you know, we get on the line. We get it set up. So what's the timeline? Like, how long am I looking? You know, um, best case scenario, like, my credit's good. My utilization is low. And I'm just ready to go. Like, 
how long am I looking at as far as like getting that first piece of funding or you know finishing that first round of funding? Is a couple we weeks, have options a couple to months. get you money within seventy two hours, but on average ten days for everything to go through, you got to go through a pre write un uh, uh, pre assessment, underwriting pre assessment. Um, Pull your credit report. Have that ready, and not a not a vantage score, not enough from Credit Karma because they off by, Lord knows how many points. You can see what kind of accounts are on there through Credit Karma, but I mean, come on, anything's free. They give out free flu shots, man. Come on, pay for your credit report. Sign up dot procredit dot com or creditcheckttotal dot com, dot com, myfico dot com. It's so many. Get a FICO report and see exactly. Cause that's what the lenders gonna look at. They don't care about a vantage score. They don't care about what Credit Karma said. This is what FICO had to say, and this is what we're going by. You know, this is what our risk assessment abides by. So having having everything look good on your FICO report. And if you got something small on it, I mean, it might take a billing cycle or two to, to get it erased. We know how to do that. I just don't pitch that. Because I don't want to be bombarded with, oh, I need my credit fixed. I need this. I need that. That is, that's being worked on separately. Right now is the time to, okay, I'm already in the 700s. I'm, I'm a, at least a 690, 680. I'm, I'm above 680, and I'm ready to go get capital. Yeah, that can be done in, in an, as little as in days. 10 to 14 days, you should you have everything you need. Cash in hand. There's no money up front at all. The most you're going to spend is, worst-case scenario, $200 on a $5,000 trade line to, to boost your, your uh, ceiling a little bit, lower your debt utilization, and add another primary line to it so you look better when it's time to get the capital. That'll take a billing cycle to report, 30 days, 45 days max. If Especially if you know, okay, I'm going private, I don't want it anymore, then I would take, you know, the next 30 to 60 days to – get as much spend 200 to show 5,000 reporting so I can go back and get that. That could be the difference between 10, 15 grand when applying for lines of credit. It can be done fast, especially if you already have your FICO report handy, you know where you stand. You haven't tried to go obtain funding from another source or, you know, that's the last thing you want to do because we don't know what somebody else has been doing with it and that that's how it can get real messy and you end up with nothing or you end up getting raped 20% like Sister Yvette said I, I, that's robbery we charge 12% on the back end after you receive your funds you know you get 100 G's you walk away with 88 free and clear cash It's in the form of credit cards, unsecured credit cards. If you got patience, we can boost those lines and go get more. You know, if you're gonna be patient, just put put buy a stick of gum, activate the line, wait a month or two. If you can stand it, if you can wait 90 days, I mean that could that could be the difference between another 35, 50, 100 grand, depending on what you're doing with it. Then do what it is that you need to do. But having access to it is where it all begins. It's not end all be all, but it's, a, it's definitely a tool that could be used to go straight private and, and have some cushion there, have some padding while you 
work your plan. Plan your work and work your plan. It doesn't take long at all. So I hit you up. I'm dealing with you, or I mean, you ain't got a secretary yet, or you know, I'm underling that you're gonna hand me off to, and I got to deal with them, and I don't even know them and stuff like that. I'm gonna be dealing with you directly, Ronell. You'll be dealing with me in the beginning. I do have secretaries and and team members who, I, I actually, I got about three of them, but I have a dedicated account manager. Who will be running through the whole thing That's who you talk to the whole time You can still have access to me But those are the ones handling the profile You know, it's not like, oh, let me get Teron my info and he, nah uh, I mean, it sounds cool On the air, but it's a lot of Compliance that we have to abide by And those, once once that is a Contract, it's everything, we need to have Permission to be able to See that information from you to to apply. We're not doing anything that you can't do on your own. We just have connections that you don't have. You can go on and, and apply for all kind of cards right now, but you don't know which one to apply for. You don't know how to get through that pre underwriting assessment to get the maximum amount of money. Whereas you do it yourself, you might you might be lucky and get seven grand. We do it for you. That that's fifteen. So, I mean, you, you, you sell yourself short. Even with credit repair, there's nothing that we are doing that you can't do your, yourself. If you want to take the time to learn it, do your due diligence, understand the laws that come, you know, you can do it on your own. That's just, that's as real as I can keep it, you know. It's going to take you about a year. <laughs> To get the connections, to get to understand the underworkings and how it all ties together. So I mean, it's a service. You're paying for for proximity, for access to to some people in positions to make things happen, so to speak. That's what's going on on the back end. But to answer your question, yeah, they'll, they'll, we'll have a consultation, and then once those once that paperwork is done. You have a dedicated account manager who will deal with you directly from beginning to end, walk you through the entire process. And I'm still here, you know. Okay. Okay, okay. Okay, cool. Um, we got about two minutes left on the broadcast. I no, the stream. I mean, the live part, and then we're going to start streaming. You want to call in, call in number 424-225-250 if you are checking out the show online or from the website. Uh, um, just wanted to make that announcement. I was going to ask you another question. What was my other question, Wait, man? Ask away, man. I can't remember it, man. I'm tripping. I just want our people to be able to have access to this capital, man, and get out of bondage. That's That's really what it is, like. I don't like to take a uh, defensive approach towards the, you know, credit bureaus and or credit reporting agencies, whatever you want to call them, and, and banking institutions. But that's your money. They charge you interest on it. So learn the game and structure yourself properly to take that and put it where it needs to go for your your last name, for your family. You know, I don't care what you do with it, honestly. Use your imagination. That's what, you know. <laughs> but there is, you know, natural laws that come in, involved with this. You know. Exactly. Diligence of it. 
just to make sure that, you know, we're dealing in honor at all times. Mm-hmm. So, I just don't want you to be in a worse situation than you were before. So that's why I make sure I stress, okay, have this in, in position. Have have yourself in the right position to prosper. I don't want to see you more. I don't want to see you months from now. Oh, man, I'm worse off than I was before I, before I did this. That, that, that's on you. You need to have a plan. And stick to that plan. And becoming properly structured is... That's your back. That that is your main parachute. When you jump out of this plane, that's your main parachute right there. Your backup or whatever you can you can work on that on the way down. But you know you got a real parachute, and it's going to deploy if you structure properly. Otherwise, you you gambling, you know, with your with your livelihood, your life. It's not lightweight. Bottom line: if you don't if you don't have apartment, a place, maybe you're living with somebody. You know, you got a roommate or something, you're looking to get an apartment, don't be messing with your credit. Don't mess with the credit funding. Uh, a lot of times when you're looking to get housing, these landlords, these property management companies, they run credit. If you don't have a job, you're looking to get a job. It's probably not the time to do some funding. A lot of times when you apply for the job, they want to run your credit. Uh, if you're looking to buy some property, you know, first-time home buyer, which I highly, highly recommend, for everybody, especially if you got a girl, wife, man, husband, so on and so forth, man, that co-borrowing dance, you can two people on the loan. You're going to get way more money than one person on the loan. I don't care how much one person makes. One person, you bring in another person, they make 30, 20 Gs a year. It's going to up the amount of that first-time home buyer loan. So if you're looking to, you know, do a first-time home buyer, purchase a property or something, you might want to wait on the funding unless you know exactly what you're doing. You're dealing with me. You're dealing with Trevon. We know exactly what you're going to do. We know with a timeline because there's a timeline. If, you, if you're looking to buy a property, uh, most banks are going to want to see bank statements for two months. Some banks want three months. So if it's in the account, if you have money in your account, Prior to that two months, you don't have to explain it. So let's say you want to go through funding, you want to get some bread so that you can put the down payment on to the property. How much you want? Uh, I, I want 50000 All right, cool. So you go through funding, you get 50000 you put it in that checking account. You have to wait three months before you even attempt to go through underwriting to purchase a property. Because if you don't, you're going to go through underwriting. Everything's going to be gravy. Everything's going to be great. It's going to be straight. And they're going to say, oh, we just have a couple more questions. You don't think it's nothing. Oh, it's something. They want to know where that chunk of money came from. Was this a gift? Is this cash? Was this a check? What was this? What was this? Man, they will ask you to explain if your account went negative at any time in those two months. And if you can't explain that money, you have a problem. So when you're dealing with me, when you're dealing with Tehran, it's not a good time to be private with your information. It's best for us to know exactly what you're doing. Hey, I've had people tell me straight up, man, I sell drugs. 
I don't necessarily respect it. I respect you for telling me, but hey, that allows me to tell you this about your specific situation. I'm not here to judge nobody. I'm just here to assist. Only the creator can judge. I, I'm here to discern, to distinguish, not to judge, to define. Not to judge. So when it comes down to it, that's another reason why it's very important to have a plan. Because we're going to ask you what your plan is. And depending on what your plan is, we're more than likely going to have some information or some knowledge that you do not have that is pertinent to your plan. And I can't, every single time I do a consultation with someone, they always get off the consultation saying, man, I'm glad I talked to you because you told me some stuff I didn't even think about. And that's the best part of my day. And someone telling me, man, hey, you really, you really, hey, that thing you told me, woo, glad you told me, man, because I did this and blah, blah, blah. That's, that's, what I, that's what I'm here for. So, you know, have a plan. Have a plan. The plan is important. It's, it's absolutely vital. Vital, vital. And, and you know, be honest with your, with your consultants. Be honest with your counsel. Because being dishonest with your counsel isn't going to help you. It's like being dishonest to your lawyer and you're, you got a murder charge. And he's like, yo, did you ever go into this one room? And you're like, nah, I ain't never been in there, nah. So this fool go in front of the court and be like, no, my, your honor, my client's never been in the room. And then the prosecution's like, well, we found the DNA in the room. Then the lawyer looks at the client like, man, why didn't you tell me that? I could have made a defense against the DNA that they found in the room. Now you look guilty. Whether you're guilty or not, you make it hard for me to do my job because I lack specific, tangible information that's necessary for me to properly consult you, counsel you, defend you, whatever, however you want to look at it. Please understand it and get into the position. Understand. If you come and you get into trustee training or... You hit me up for a consultation. I work for you. I'm contracted. You're the boss. People, I feel like people forget that concept all the time. So in being the boss, you have to have a plan. You have to have know what's going on. You have to be very, very well versed in what you're doing. And smart people surround themselves with people who know what they don't know. I'm not going to sit around in front on Tehran about credit, personal credit and credit funding and try to talk over Tehran like, no, this is how you do it. And I don't know. I'm just going to add to what he's saying because I know the man knows what I don't. So I just want to, you know, really draw that point home. Don't be afraid to tell your, um, your counsel what's really going on so you can be assisted in avoiding pitfalls. And as your counsel, as your consultant, as your brother, as your servant, Tehran and I are stressing the, the necessity of having a plan. And that's not because um, we're looking to reduce our liability and we don't want to get in trouble. It has nothing to do with that. And a lot of times, 
you know, qualifying things in this manner reduces the number of people who inquire. So it's not about money. It's not about making money. So there's a 12% fee on the back end, regardless who you are and what your plan is. But, you know, like he said, there is uh, hurdles and blocks to capital for our people. And when there's open fields to money and funding for those who do not look like us, as soon as we walk up, everything starts closing up. And I know myself, and I can I can speak for Tehran, like, we're at a point where we're tired of doing business with people who do not look like us. This is not a situation where, you know, come through, give me the bread, okay, peace, I don't want to see you no more. I come through, let's build. And you got to have a plan. And you got to be properly structured. And you got to be teachable and open to learning. And oh yeah, well, I left six figures on the table last year, man. Because of that huh? reason, I left it on it. I left six figures on the table last year because I, my piece was about- worth far more than any dollar amount with, with funding. You know, clientele. Let's talk that, about that. That I could have processed, but they didn't have a plan. They, they, their energy wasn't right. I could right. fix that a mile away. So I, I'd rather not deal with you. But, you know, I've helped. Drug dealers go legit. I help strippers go legit. You got cash flow, you know. I don't condone it. I don't glorify it. But we need to know what's going on so we can help you structure properly and live a prosperous life. You know, we we sick. A lot of we sick. We're sick. And all the money is going to do is amplify who you already are. And that's the reason why we want to know what you got going on before we put. We don't want to give you an extra hundred grand to go, you know play with your nose or, or whatever it is that you want to trick it off you know you don't want to amplify your, your your demons so get right within yourself and have a plan to prosper help your family to live a better life but the one you didn't have and the one you want your offspring to have your family to have that's what we're about growth and development and prosperity you know you know we don't we don't want anything to do with you get what you give and if I'm giving you access to capital knowing that you're about to go do something that's better to yourself or your fellow you know your tribe or your, your any, anybody in your surrounding you know, nah we I don't want any parts of that keep your keep your money yeah that's on me go somewhere else right Well, yeah, as we begin to wrap up here, man, you got anything else you want to, you know, touch on? Now is the time. Now is the time. Credit squeeze is going yeah, touch, on. Touch, yeah, touch more on that credit squeeze, please. Tell me Same you know. profile about, let's say, nine months ago. Nine months ago, the same profile, everything exactly the same, same zip code, same amount of... Uh, primary accounts exact same profile would have gotten 30 to 50% more and required less uh, work to to get to because of the credit squeeze and and, and it's always a squeeze right before some kind of economic collapse or economic reset monetary reset 
So that's in the horizon. That's 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 what's going on. That's what's about to happen. So if you want to get ahead of the curve, you don't want to say, oh, well, I'm going to work on it, but I'm going to go out with the boys this weekend, or I'm going to go. I'm gonna go out of town and trick off this weekend, or I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do anything that's not productive and put this off. That's another week that turns into another month, that turns into another quarter, that turns into another year. You still in the same position a year from now, finally ready to do something because it's fire under your ass, and you need to make a move, and you don't have access to the same amount of capital because they're squeezing credit. Now they want to know what you had for breakfast and who you slept with last night before they give you ten grand. Don't put yourself in that position. The time is now. Yeah, there's a squeeze. The squeeze is happening. A lot of people ain't feeling it. It comes from the top down, and most of us are pretty low on a totem pole as far as class and you know economics. Um, but it's coming. Uh, people, people around me, and I'm starting to see the effects of it, which means you know it's trickling down. And, you know, he's absolutely right. I've seen the numbers. I've seen the charts on it. And I know I know, I know, know the fundamentals. Because I love markets and I love watching this stuff. And there is a such thing as the credit market. It's like a precious metals market. There's a futures market. There's equities markets. There's a stock market. There's a lot of different markets. You know, there's a money market, currency market, uh, a commodities mark market. And I love watching markets. So, yeah, this credit market is definitely squeezing. It's squeezing uh, at the federal level. The Federal Reserve is reducing its balance sheet, which means when the Federal Reserve extends money, that positive extension to a corporation or an individual or a government or whatever is positive on the person who's receiving it, but it's negative on the Fed's books. So the Fed is reducing its negatives on its books, which means it's not extending credit and it's not producing, you know, the currency at the rate that it was usually doing. Because really how it does it is it buys, it prints money and then buys bonds and so on and so forth, or, you know, does these other things. Well, it's reducing its balance sheet, which is not, it means it's not expending. It's reducing its expenses and its debt which is credit, and they're raising interest rates. So in turn, this will definitely, the the raising of the interest rates, once it hits the banks and it hits different markets, it's going to be beneficial. Our interest facilitates more investment because investors are going to get more points on their return. That also means that credit card payments and the everyday sister and brother, you know, Jane and Joe, European or whatever, their interest payments are going to go up. The interest points on their balances are going to go up, which leads to a higher rate of defaults. And these credit cards got to write off debt and charge off debt and so on and so forth, which affects their bottom line. So when they start seeing the squeeze, they start putting the squeeze on their credit to reduce their liabilities, to reduce their exposure to defaults on their credit instrument. Plain and simple. That's how it works. I mean, as 
layman terms as I can describe it. And it's happening. It's been happening for the last six months. <laughs> it's just now starting to hit, you know, different sectors and levers of the economy, different, you know, social classes and economic classes. And I want everyone to stop thinking in terms of race and nationality and start thinking in terms of economics. What economic class do you occupy? What economic class do you want to occupy? And funding off of a credit score is one of the easiest, if used responsibly, ways to up your economic class. You put that funding into a viable investment, whether it's a business or real estate or whatever, marketing, whatever, so that it returns on that investment. So where you can pay down the credit or the funding and then it's still making returns. So now you just created a stream of income. Multiple streams of income is a pathway to wealth. There's no other way to get there. Oh, hey man, I appreciate you coming on the show. As always, Brother Saran, I mean... I feel like I learn something every time you come on the show and I talk to you a lot. So that's a good thing. Um, if you're interested in any type of credit funding, you can email the foundation admin at welcome to the foundation.com. We are, uh, you know, looking forward to helping you know, our people get into a better position so they can up their economic status. And become economic, economically relevant. And that's really what it's about. Becoming economically relevant. Would you agree, Teron? I do. It's a pleasure, man. I, you know, it's always a pleasure. It's an honor. I love coming on, you know, informing my people, informing the listeners. Just get out of the rut, man. It's only going to get worse. And, and I don't want to make put pressure on anybody to feel like I'm not selling anything. You just need to be educated. And this is the ticket. As I said, it's not end all be all, but it's a tool to propel you into the private, to propel you in whatever direction it is that you want to head in. So as long as you have a, a viable plan and you are capable of working that plan, and we're 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 here to help. We're not gonna hold your hand through it all, but we're here to help. You know, if at any point it feels as if this access to capital will, will hinder or cripple you we'd rather not we, and we'll let you know we're blunt people you know there are some things that I would love to say right now but it's, it's not a time or a place you know for consultation and we can get straight to it alright All right, man appreciate now. you man I'm, 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 time is now yeah I'm a uh I'm going to give you a call and a couple. Uh, due to technical difficulties, we'll be taking no callers today. I know it's crazy. I know you're sad. I know you're weeping. But I'm just going to wrap up the show. We've been streaming. I don't know when they're going to kill the show. Uh, blog Talk is acting special. Very interesting. Oh, definitely. All right, man. Peace. Uh, I'll talk to you in a little bit. Appreciate you coming on the show, man. And uh, we'll all catch you next month. 
show. Peace, man. Peace, man. That's brother Tavon. He's a good brother. Definitely a good brother. Um, I do want to take the time and say, appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. You know, I'm just going to say it was another great show. It was a great show. I I really enjoyed the show. You know, I can definitely say that because I didn't do all the talking. (laughs) But I definitely want to appreciate, I mean, show my appreciation, express my appreciation for y'all, the audience, man. The show started off earlier in the middle of what we were doing. And then I quit created the show and didn't lose not one caller. All the callers called back in. I saw all the numbers. It's amazing. I appreciate the audience, man. Y'all, y'all just y'all some beasts. Definitely, definitely want to encourage you to continue studying. You know, continue believing in yourself or working on that belief in yourself because you are worth it and you can do it. And I look forward to definitely assisting you in your private transition. In, in whatever way I can you know, I do these shows and I bring on guests and you know I'm just here to help like he said we're here to help you know one of the biggest things that that brother Teron L and myself have in common is that we have charitable natures um don't mistake it can get real gangster real dark real quick but ultimately that's not our nature that is something that we're able to do much like you I'm sure you know none of us like to get in those situations but Test me and see what happens. But you know, ultimately, it's the charitable nature that the brother has that I respect. You know, pretty much above all. And I mean, he's got a lot of good qualities, but we just here to help, and we want to assist in the uplifting of our own people. And honestly, I'm not playing when I say I got tired of doing business with people that didn't look like me. Really got tired of it because we matter and we have work. So, you know, whatever you're trying to do, I know, I know, you know, a lot of people be like, I ain't got money, I got a terrible job. Well, you can do credit funding. You know what I'm saying? I bring brother on here, he's very knowledgeable and can break it down. You know, I, I'm trying to offer as many solutions as I can come up with. Because we all talk about the problems all day, every day. There's other ways to do it, start your own business, get into the trustee training, uh, whatever you want to do. We're here for you. So, to the email to the foundation, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. And let's take it from there. Continue to do what you do. Work on you. Let's, let's all work on becoming more accountable for our actions. Work on becoming more accountable for our behavior to others and with regards to ourselves and our goals and our dreams and our hopes. Because for some reason, at some point in time, someone convinced me that having a job and working for someone else's company was more important and more valid than chasing my dreams and my passions. And as we let that go, we discover ourselves, our inner child, our passions, our dreams, and work towards them, we become the most... happy we become the most 
whole selves that we could ever be. This is something that I've experienced. I've witnessed it. I've dealt with it. This is my life. I teach my life. I teach what I know. I speak on what I know. And what I don't know, I bring brothers like Teron L. to talk about. With that being said, appreciate y'all. I love y'all. I'm serious. And y'all feel to be like, man, these brothers don't even know me. I don't care. That's not true, because I do love you. I'm here to help. And we're here to help. So with that being said, there's stuff coming, and I want to help and assist as many people as possible and capable to get prepared. There's a wealth transfer coming. You stand to become a millionaire, possibly a billionaire, if you make the right moves. No matter how much money you got right now, we'll get around that. Bottom line is, get in the right position so we can be a part of the proper side of the wealth transfer. There's always wealth transfers about every 7 to 12 years. And we're about 10 years out of the last one. A little under 10 years out of the last one. And here comes that credit crunch. And for those who know, and all these other things that are going on, Russia dumping T-bonds, China dumping the treasury bonds, Chinese are getting out of the real estate in the United States, selling all the over like a billion dollars in real estate was sold by Chinese nationals like last month or something. Uh, you know, it's going down. And those who can see it can see it. Those who can't, we're trying to help you. <laughs> we're trying to help those who can. So with that being said, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Uh, credit funding, trustee training, private consultation, start your business, properly classify your entity, um, get your business credit up and running uh, without incurring any extra fees that you already pay in your life today. Uh, properly structure your private estate, business trust, asset protection trust, family trust. Add me now. Welcome to the foundation.com. Private and family foundations, 501 endowments, private placement accounts. Private banking. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Quit playing. You owe it to yourself, you owe it to your family, you owe it to your bloodline, you owe it to the people who died. Horrible deaths. A couple few generations ago. So that you can be here on the process of getting you here, on the process of making sure that you stay here. All love though. Welcome to the foundation.com. Get your learn on. Always study, study, study. But what if you went to school? So, what if school was boring? Now it's public school. Now it's time for the private education. Now take care of yourself. Enjoy yourself. Believe in yourself. Love yourself. Welcome to the foundation. Peace to the God. Same all the way live. High frequency radio.